Welcome back to the Order of the Higher Man podcast. Um, today's episode, if you haven't read the title, is the continuation of the projection of masculinity. And without further ado, here it is. And another thing like I, I think about, okay, so I, I know a lot of guys, man, they, they go out, they want to floss. Is that a word? I don't, I don't know, know what the word that is. What is. What's floss? What do they do? Where they want to dental floss? You know what I mean, man. Like they, they want to get their nice clothes on. And it, oh, their jewelry and all that other shit. Isn't that what flossing is? What do they call it? I What's the word their, now? They put on their Sunday best. I don't know. The shit. last one I heard was like swag. Oh, swag. swag. They're all swagged out. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. So these guys are swagged out, but they work at Walmart as a cart guy. I'm not saying that. And I like aesthetics, but the thing is like. They're getting their bread, man. Well, the thing is that they're, they're projecting an image that doesn't hold up in reality no. right so they're they're also projecting a fake masculinity the same thing with these same type of guys they get all dressed up they go out to a bar with a bunch of friends they buy a table they can't afford right they get bottle service right they 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 want to sh- they want to project an image of masculinity and prosperity out to women so what they're projecting out to them is an image that is not real because those bottles are like $300 nobody can afford that come on no and so it's fake. It is. So they're popping bottles, but that is a total projection of masculinity. It's not real. And that's another thing these guys fallen into. I used to, we never did that when I was young. It was like tall boys before the bar and we would go in there and we'd have a good time. We didn't buy bottles and try to like wave women over like, Hey, check out, check, I got a, I got a bottle on ice. Like that is, I don't know where that came from rappers maybe, but it's the silliest thing I've ever seen. The style I like more, I think, is very interesting. Have you ever seen the old original Wolverine from X-Men, the first movie? Yeah. He's at a bar, right? He's sitting there with a dark liquor. If you're going to drink liquor, it has to be dark. Be a man, all right? Now, you sit there. You're by yourself. I call it the Wolverine. You're projecting masculinity, but it's real. You're by yourself. You're brooding. You're in deep thought. You're alone with yourself. You're alone with your thoughts. I've been approached a couple times. Yeah, you'll be approached by women if you're going to go that route. If you're going to go that route, if you want to meet them in those places, you should probably try to meet them other places. But if that's your way to meet them, I I would go that second route. The the bottle popping is a total projection. It's. it's, So I was in Tempe one time, and actually, this this female and, and and male approached me, and they were conversating, and I I didn't really know where the conversation was going. Um. I soon found out the guy was gay and the girl was like, you're pretty hot. You're pretty cute. And I was like, yeah, you're, you're pretty hot too. And then I found out that they found out I was straight and they kind of just looked at each other and walked away. And I was like, well, awkward. Yeah. I was like, well, <laughs> where was that going? There's a lot of that going on. Yeah. It's, it's silly. That was, that was out of left field and probably shouldn't have been put in the episode, but. No, but that's the, also the inversion. Like you, you go out and you try to be masculine but there's guys hitting on you too. It's like, what's going on here? Man? Well, and that's the thing though too. Man. It's like, masculinity, um, it attracts both, both gay guys and women. Oh, I mean they're feminine too. Especially, so that makes, especially that makes like sense. the feminine dudes. Yeah. You know, um, I've had it happen to me too. So, 
I don't know whether it's a compliment or you just masculinity is definitely it's definitely an attraction for sure. Um, the Wolverine effect is the most masculine because you're literally just sitting in a bar full of strangers by yourself. Yeah, because you're like, yeah, I've done that plenty of times. Well, yeah, and I think I've told guys, if you're not comfortable by yourself, then you're not masculine. You're not trusted. Go by yourself and see how you can feel the room, vibe it out, see what. What you're trying to accomplish? Are you, you know, are you, are you just there hanging out? Do you want to talk to women? If you're going to go that route, but when you go with a bunch of guys, like no, no girls are going to want to talk to you when there's five rowdy guys and you got a, a bottle of right. Vodka. And and you should always have your own ideas. I think you should be comfortable being by yourself and and your own ideas because that's the darkest place at times. Well, that's where you know yourself. You, you know what's a lie. You know what's the truth because you're dictating you're alone. it. Yes. Yes. Nobody else is influencing you. It's just yourself. It's raw. It's natural. And that's a pop culture reference. But I mean, what real clear references do we have? So I I call that the Wolverine because that's a guy that everybody kind of knows. Well, he's kind of hardcore. James Dean. Yeah. Yeah, James Dean type guy. There you go. Mysterious. Yeah. Yeah. Lone, lone, rugged individualist, you know. And there's not very many of those guys, but I think when a girl sees a guy like that, they're like, all right, this guy is, he's not a projection. He's real. He's by himself. He's right. not afraid of anything. And he's welcoming know, danger at that point. Yeah. And you, you smile know. at her, you know, she smiles at you. You may, may eye contact and then you start a little quick conversation and that's reality. That's real life. Maybe she likes you. Maybe she doesn't, but you lose nothing from trying. No, you get experience. And that's the thing. There's, there's no such thing as losses in my minds or, or 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 bad experiences, even that, because it's it's all a learning lesson. You're you're gonna gain something from it, whether it's good or bad. Even even something bad, it's it's adding to the the experience book. And I think experience honestly dominates over knowledge or or any other kind of influential thing to make a person better. And there's there's other uh, masculine projections that. Like we were saying, they can actually better you, right? Like a few years back, Spartan came in. Okay, a lot of guys did Spartan races. That's very masculine. They started doing uh, CrossFit. Um, that's positive. But you're doing something. That's cool. Oh, I know. And it, it's still projection. It's still, but what we really, in our modern age, we don't have really outlets for testosterone. So you have to find an outlet. And those are positive outlets. So I think that those are good things. So you can do some things that are in reality that actually... You going to the gun range, going to the gun range is one of those things, you know, with a group of guys or even by yourself, whatever, learning, that's yeah, fine. Definitely learning a new skill. Marksmanship, that's yeah. very important. I mean, I, I golf. I mean, it's not the most masculine thing, but I'm out there in nature early as crap in the morning doing something. You know, know, it's, it's something. And you know what it is too? He just said it. Learn a new skill. Like, if you're interested in carpentry or something, do it. get into that or try to build something. Like that's not right. fake. It's actually real. You're not going to do well at it at first, but trial and error. You're I think the most masculine thing is, is honestly self-reflecting and coming to terms with your strengths and weaknesses. I don't think a lot of men actually know what their strengths and weaknesses are. Uh, if you were to ask a random guy off the street, you're what gonna, are you good at? You're not going to know from playing video games. Right. Fuck no. You're not going to know from masturbating to porn. No. You're not going to know from... Sitting with five other guys in a table, like a bunch of gay guys with a bottle between you guys. Yeah. What are you going to know about your ability to get women? Will you team up on her? You have to go. Masculine? You have to go yeah, inwards not, to go that. outwards. That's that's. That, I think that we've understood that a long time ago. Obviously, because we've talked for years on end, all, all the three of us. We we found out you have to go in to project outwards. You have to understand what you bring to the table. You know, 
micro to affect the macro. I think we talk about that a lot. And yeah, it's like throwing, it's, a, throwing a rock into a lake. It's relevant. It's a ripple effect. What kind of splash are you going to have? What what kind of ripples are you going to put out? The vibrations. So that's that's important. And why and why do I why are we talking about this? Because you just notice it in everyday life. Like if you ever go, like if you ever have to go to somebody's house to do something, right? If you're in the trades. The woman always comes to the door, and you don't deal with the man anymore. It's like, no. what is going on with that? Like. You're gonna send your lady to the door, like I, that. That's Hell just, yeah, if she's a lot closer to the door. <laughs> <laughs> but I, it's just, it's just kind of weird to me because it's usually a man should be stepping up and taking care of those. Well, things. now right. men don't even want to shake your hand, dude. They're like, "Sorry, I don't want to get COVID." It's like, oh, it's, uh, yeah. That, when how I, masculine when are you? If you don't want to even shake my hand, dude, show me how fucking hard yeah, you. Can I, I have, my I hand. have questions when somebody doesn't want to shake my hand, especially a man. I like the people that give me the limp wrist and I just squeeze the hell out of their hand. Oh, break their fucking oh, knuckles. Give me that fish hand, it's that dead fish. Awesome, dude. I. It's rare now. Think about it in the last couple of years if you shook. I put my hand out to I don't know how many people, people that are probably worth double my net worth, which because I'm not the wealthiest guy. But these guys, they would deny a handshake like I was some type of peasant. I was like, dude, I swear I'd kill you. Well, that's not masculine either because they they don't understand the way dominance hierarchies work. They may be at the top now. I wanted but to those, spit on him. He, well, I felt him lower than me at that point in time because he wouldn't shake on my hand. I shake my well, hand. It's it, the way I just of the took universe. Care of you. I just took care of you. I looked at your stuff, and now you're not going to shake my hand and give me the respect after I just sat in your can, house for. Can you please elaborate on the word stuff? I looked at your equipment. I'll leave it at that. What equipment, though? <laughs> don't you worry about that. I don't need you to go into my life. You looked at his package? <laughs> oh, man. Your package unit, huh? <laughs> um, no, it's it, it's basically... I was watching Peaky Blinders the other day, and he goes into oh, yeah. London, and he says... He says something to the effect of it, like, those that have been low will be raised up high, and those that have been downtrodden will soon find good luck or something of that nature that's dominance hierarchy masculinity is understanding that any man you meet may better you at one point in time and you should welcome that so at any time that we're lower than another man he should always be on guard and if we're in a position of higher than another man we should always be on guard because it's hard to lead it's harder than lead than follow yeah. Anybody sure. that's ever been a runner and each done track, man, it's tough being out in front. Well, I think or also being, as being a masculine, I think I think as being a masculine, you have to I, I think it goes along with preservation. Being a masculine, you want to preserve uh, your, your bloodline, everything that has made you who you are. So you're going to pass your knowledge along. And that's a part of teaching and mentoring. You both have done a great job of mentoring myself and you guys have, have been positive masculine mentors to me and teaching me things that I didn't get from my father or other, you know, guys that surrounded me throughout my life. So where I was going with that is basically you have to be a leader. You you can't, it has to be, that's a part of being a healthy masculine energy is, is passing that along, giving the opportunity to the next guy in line. Right. Well, yeah. have you, have, have you guys ever seen yeah. the movie, uh, green street hooligans? I love that movie. I've With Elijah Wood. I don't know what that is. GSE. GSE. Yeah, dude. What's it so, called? Uh, Green Street Hooligans. Green Street that Hooligans. Classic. So there's a quote that Elijah Wood said in that movie. He said, once you've taken a few punches and realize you're not made of glass, 
you don't feel alive unless you're pushing yourself as far as you can go. Limits. I love it. Honestly, dude. And if you, if you know who Elijah Wood is, like the dude is small, like he's a skinny, like very skinny dude. And in that movie, it's pretty much these uh, football, but soccer gangs. Okay. Meet, meet each other in the street and just beat the shit out of each other. Sounds like warriors. That That's exactly what they do. Similar. It's pretty cool. It's a pretty badass movie. It's a really good, really good movie. It has Charlie Hume, uh, yep. Elijah Wood, and it has some pretty good English actors. It, it, it's a moving, it's a moving piece. Like a lot of a lot of Hollywood uh, movies have been garbage, but that's a that's a good one. It's what two thousand. It was like early two thousand, like yeah, I think two thousand five, five or seven. four or five, yeah, something like that. Six sounds pretty good. Yeah, it, it's definitely. Oh yeah, two thousand five. Yeah, it's it was a good one, and I think it's it just shows you that as a man you can evolve, you can change. Because when he goes over to England in that movie, he's just a he's a little guy. He's afraid to fight. He doesn't know his boundaries. He's he from America. Yeah, he's American. Yep. And we know the stigma Americans have, and it's largely correct. Yeah, I think his was it his uh, mom or dad that married an English dude or like, a woman. He was a journalist. Oh yeah, his sister he, married yeah, an English what, guy. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. His sister married she, an English guy. She marries and, the major. And he was going to school for journalism or something. Yeah. And they and they hated journal journalists. They called them journals. You're a fucking journal. Yeah. Hmm. And they, they're basically like snitches. They kind of yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Because you reported everything yep, that yep. you've seen. Huh. And he ends up writing a whole story on them, so they hate him, but he's still part of the little crew. And it, it's in the end they accept him. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, it's a pretty badass movie. But it's about masculinity, about tribalism, about uh, fitting like in, that. and right because that's that's a group the of way of men have been dominant for thousands and thousands of years. You know, whatever we said went. You know, as a, as a as a conglomerate group, we decided what was good and what was bad. And I think we talked about that. I don't know if it was last episode or two episodes ago. We basically created the laws that we live under, like lawlessness. Was that that was lawlessness? Uh, that was episode, right. episode three. And, you know, go, that's going back to the preservation that we just talked about. And I think that's why it well, should be I more think, masculine I to be conservative. Men men are mostly more, um, we like order. We like logic. The feminine is more chaotic and it's more egalitarian. So It's emotion driven. Yeah, it's emotion driven. Sure. They have larger empathy than we do. Uh, we have more rational compassion. So we're kind of, we're on two different wavelengths. That's why when you see the cross, right, you... The horizontal line is the feminine, which is like a wave. And the vertical line is the masculine. It cuts through it. That's another part of reality people don't know. So it is straight, rigid, and orderly. It cuts through the the mercury, the waters of reality. That's the feminine. We need each other. It's the yin and the yang. That's why we all have our place, I think. And that's the natural order. And it, so if you, you, you follow it, Basically, if you follow what we're saying here is like if you start following these projections and you start not you're not participating in reality is what's going on. Right. Because you're in the video game. Maybe maybe you're the baddest ass guy in the video game ever. But what could you have been in real life? That's what I'm saying. Like you're not participating. You're going to these football games. You're watching them. Why aren't you teaching your kid to play football? Right. Right. Why aren't you throwing the old pigskin around? That that's where I'm at with that. Like that that's the thing. Like the porn thing. Okay, you, you're a masturbation monster. I get that. But what about women? You got any women, man? What's going on here? That that's do it in real life. Enough of this projection. That's it. The gun guy too. 
the guy that's he has guns everywhere and his life is about guns and all that that that's all fine but you sometimes you take it to the, the extreme where you now you're the gun guy you take on the identity of what you surround yourself with yes of what you want yourself to be but oh. it's 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 flimsy you can kick it over it doesn't I'll, t- exist. I'll take that identity as a gun guy you're not that bad though there's a lot worse guys than you, <laughs> I dude. You know that. Like, yeah. there's the, the guys that every post is, like, about guns. and He'd stick his wiener in his upper receiver. I, you know what's weird? I haven't seen many of those lately on the Instagram. Yeah, well, unless, that's because they're going to get them taken unless away. You, unless you make your money on selling guns or, you know. Different. Y- using firearms or whatever the case may be. Yeah, yeah, I see where you're going with that. But what do you think What do you think's going on? What, exactly. What, what do you think's going on with why you don't see it on social media? They're blocking all that? Most of it. Let's talk about this real quick. I've noticed I never was a fan of social media. I didn't have social media. I barely I had a flip phone up until like four not, years ago. Yeah, not that long. I didn't barely got a smartphone and I barely got an Instagram. I was just interested. I want to see what was out there. But I noticed most right wing people of any caliber from a moderate Democrat up have been totally kicked off of all social media. Most of them, not all of them, but a lot. Like the gun guys, the freaking uh, or their shadow band. Like they're, they're you don't see them. Yeah, their videos or their posts um, don't reach the amount of people that could have been. There's a good sure. example of going and looking at the following of the conservative leadership and the um, uh, Democrat leaders. There is a huge following difference. There's millions and millions of followers for AOC. Go to Ted Cruz's page. There's a huge gap there. Yeah, and I, I well, they're there's totally probably, there's, an, there's an age difference too. Like for sure, but Sandy Cortez is her her experience goes as far as handing over a a, a shaken margarita at a bar. Yeah. So I, and this is my thing. That why do why do people with not so much experience have such high paying or high um high level jobs where they can make such detrimental well, decisions. That's the beauty of the Republic, what it used to be. I mean, but now you had a commie. She's a straight commie. She should have never been allowed in there. But She's a goddamn drink mixer. But the, bartender. De- but the delegates let her in there. The, her, her, uh, and that's, uh, that's actually, yeah, well, that's New York's fault, too, on how they choose their Well, now delegates. Cuomo's out. So That's exactly why goodness. I say I wouldn't let them vote for three generations. Yeah. Because most of those people in New York barely got there, maybe a generation ago. So they're going to vote far leftist because they're going to have the same values and cultural norms of the places they've immigrated from. Not a good idea because this is America, you know, and all of her values, AOC's values are not. What about the people that aren't even from here? Like they're first generation here and they're calling our country racist. What? Yeah, they can go out of this country if they say that shit. Ilhan Omar? Dude, how are you going to take take any, any words from a woman who married her own fucking brother? Nobody mentions that, or it's not a big deal. That's the thing that I'm like, what kind of a world are we living in? Like, she married her brother to get a green card, and like nobody, it's like, ah, it's no big deal. Kiss my fucking ass on that shit. That's what the that's what the masculine side doesn't appreciate, because that's strange. Like, that's beyond strange. Why wouldn't you be disqualified? No, she's qualified. Just keep her in. Okay, she's a citizen, and people that are from here are less American than her. I mean, in reality, it's a foreign it's a foreign ideal. Um, like I'm not saying it's foreign to the United States because they're in there's all sorts of well, weird she did that to people get the green marry, card. People, but... yeah, people marry their fucking relatives, but it's still a, it's still a fraud though. 
Yeah. Like she's she broke the law and yeah, she's holding she's using that to her advantage. It's disgusting. And that's that's where I find the weakness in our system. And I'm like, yeah, you know, it is good, but it's we're still being infiltrated by other countries and, and their delegates. Right. Yeah, they're so worried about Russia uh in interfering in our election, but we got like uh, we, we we always talk about this. There's so many illegals. It's it's insanity. Like I don't even want to hear that talk. We're already the dead be- people. Yeah, we're already being invaded. I don't even want to hear that talk because it's 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 past the point of like Twilight Zone episode. Yeah, and they keep they they left the Russia thing alone for a while, I guess, but they're probably on something else. They did it for his entire presidency. Yeah, but what about Biden's like all with China and he's totally with. Then I'll talk about a communist country for sure. Yeah, like well, they the don't see is, that. That's yeah. the freaking weird thing. I, the left is finally yeah. turning they're, on they're Biden. Sitting there, they're sitting there talking like you know Trump, you know, was with Russia and they're communist. Da 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 da. da. But China's openly communist. No, I know. And Biden well, they, is. They don't in, like in their Putin. Fucking back pocket. I don't know much about Putin. This is all I did. I did a quick Google search. Well, what are their policies? They're traditional. They 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 have closed borders. Uh, they're very strict on who they give a citizenship to. Um, they believe they're a Christian country. So that falls at traditional norms. We have a leftist government. We got leftist ideologies. We're far leftist. So our proxy, they're not going to like Putin. It's just it. Right. And he rides That's horses without a shirt on. The leftists shouldn't even like China. I mean, they're, well, they're, they're, they're banning all non-masculine men from being on TV. That goes yeah, but they one thing, that. the money. They want China's money. You know how many people they market to in China? Well, no, they want China's well, cheap fucking labor. Well, they want well. child labor and slave labor. Yeah, but a leftist is always going to see everything inverted. That's the thing. So if we see it as, okay, that's not bad. They want to have families and they, they kind of want to go to church. They won't allow that. They want the opposite. Well, that's basically where we're at on projections of masculinity and what you should look out for and kind of open your mind to like things you might be doing that you don't really realize you're doing. There's a lot of information out there, but we're just another voice to say, hey, let's really look at what we're doing. Like, is it really going to help us as men in the modern age? Should we continue doing these things? Are they really worth our time and our... uh, Commitment in our effort. Yeah, it's it's true. Is football, porn, video games, uh, social media is is that all worth it, or should we be pushing our energies to something greater? It's a good question, for sure. Well, just think about that, and uh, we'll uh, get back to you on the next episode. I'm Chris. I'm Jerry. Well, have a good night.